Welcome to Carolina True Crime, a podcast from WMBF News. I'm Brad Dickerson, Digital Content Manager. We're taking a deep dive into some of our area's most infamous crimes, some with clear endings and others where questions remain. on this edition of Carolina True Crime. I'm Brad Dickerson, Digital Content Manager. I'm here with anchor Eric Weisfeld. And Eric, we're going to be talking today about the case of Baby Boy Ori. Um, obviously, this is a case that um, people are familiar with. Um, but for those who maybe are not familiar with the case, uh, why don't you take us through it? Sure. And this is actually probably one of the most well-known killed cases that we've had in our area. Uh, dating way back to 2008. So it's been cold for quite some time. In fact, in 2016, I did an eight-year anniversary of this case. Still nothing, though. It still remains cold. So let's talk about what happened. It was December 4th of 2008, and that is when utility workers found a newly born baby in a shopping bag on the side of the road. This was off of SC 544 and Meadowbrook Drive. So Meadowbrook Drive and SC 544. And when they discovered this, after they went to investigators, they believed that this baby was less than two days old. So very, very disturbing because, and what makes it even more disturbing is not the fact that it was a dead baby on the side of the road, only two days old, but that there was nothing wrong with the baby. It wasn't like there was some type of trauma that it suffered. So they named the baby Baby Boy Ori just for an identification purpose, Uh, but his parents have never been found. And he was never given the chance of life. Investigators say that really, again, two days after his life began is probably when he met his untimely death. 5.7 pounds is how much baby Ori weighed. Full gestation. So that baby had been birthed. It was not, uh, you know, early. There was no prematurity there. Also, no injury, as I said, to the child. No cuts, no bruises. Uh, They believe, they hypothesized that he possibly could have died due to hypothermia. Again, this was in December. Mm -hmm. And... We, at this point, we still don't know who this child's mother and father are. Is that correct? That, that is correct. And, you know, the, the thought is that what most likely could have happened, and Robert Edge, the coroner, had told me that the mother or father possibly did not know what to do, did not have, know how to, or were not able to handle a child, and the only thing they could come up with was to hide it. And so they did so in that bag and just tossed it on the side of the road, almost like garbage. And, you know, they did do DNA testing later. This There was one hope to this case where we thought we could have possibly been onto something. Alyssa DeVault was a woman, 30-year-old, who was arrested and charged with uh, two counts of homicide by child abuse and two counts of destruction, desecration, or removal of human remains uh, in relation to two separate cases. Those were her babies, and she was arrested last November for allegedly killing them. And so authorities thought there could be some type of a connection because it was similar to the baby Ori case. And so they did DNA testing. And that all came back negative. So that brings us all back to square one. Likely what happened was um, the parents, either the mother and or father, didn't know what to do. They panicked, tossed the baby out in a bag, and then they were discovered by these workers on the side of the road. And you mentioned that you had spoken to Coroner Robert Edge previously on the cold case. 
uh, it sounds like this was something that's been very personal to him. Uh, can, did he talk to you about that case or when, or kind of his emotions and his thoughts about that case when you talked to him about it? He did. I mean, you know, he deals with death all the time. He's the coroner. Mm -hmm. sure. But he said that just due to the nature of this case, the fact that the baby was, life was snuffed out before it even began. I mean, two days old, no reason for it. And they have implemented laws since then where it is, you know, safe places you can take your baby, no questions asked, to get get take them off your hands and give them to somebody else. So that was implemented and that, you know, that was not utilized at the time. And I think it was so personal to him because it's been going on for so long. We're talking about what, 11 years now. And this is it, just the nature of the case really struck a chord. And it was very emotional when I interviewed him. I mean, you could tell that this was one of those cases that he th still thinks about. And in fact, they do still do uh, commemorations and mm -hmm. every observances year. every year for this baby who mm -hmm. at this point, we have no idea what happened. It's it's sad to think about in that, like we said, this child was not given a chance at life, but it's a child that the community has somewhat adopted. Absolutely. Um, we, we couldn't be there for him in life, but we're trying to be there for him post-life. You know, we're remembering him every year. And like you said, the coroner, it's very personal to him. And the hope is still just one day that we'll find them. And right. And I think that's why they named him Baby Boy Ori, because it really is like Ori County's child because it has touched so many people in this community and it, i think the biggest issue i think people have is the fact that it is so needless you know there are so many people who are waiting to adopt children and this baby was born otherwise healthy to all knowledge that they have that there was nothing wrong with this child and there's so many ways that this could have been avoided and so i think that's why it strikes a chord with so many people who know it and i remember um, when they did the dna testing um, in the case of Alyssa davaltz they, Robert Edge said it was a long shot, right. but I, I think all I think a lot of us, when we heard the horrible allegations in Alyssa Davalt's case, you couldn't help but think about Baby Absolutely. Boy Ori, and you just couldn't help but wonder, even though they said it was probably a long shot. Because we really are grasping at straws at this point. I mean, the hope that everyone is holding out is that the mother and or father at one point will mature and will not be able to live with the guilt and will one day just come forward. But really, that is all we have at this point. That is all we have. So many years have gone by. Mm -hmm. um, but obviously, this is a case that is still very open. They still want to know who Baby Boy Ori's parents are. And to anyone listening, if you know anything, please call authorities. Um, get your information out there so they can finally put this case to rest. Um, Eric, thank you very much. Thank you. Let's hope that someone out there knows something. Exactly. And thank you all for listening. This has been another edition of Carolina True Crime. I'm Brad Dickerson. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Carolina True Crime. I'm Brad Dickerson, Digital Content Manager at WMBF News. We look forward to having you back for our next episode.